I, uh, you know, most of you are well aware when, when um, a preacher, I'll say a preacher, not this one, but when a, pre- a preacher says they're closing, you know that they don't really mean much. <laughs> it just tries, at least lets you know they realize there needs to be an end somewhere. So I say that because usually when you do what I'm about to do, you, you jinx it. Um, but I, I don't really anticipate preaching very long here this evening. This has been a little bit of a unique service, and uh, it, it always it, it's always really funny to me. We we claim that we are apostolic and we don't have a program or a schedule, but you just watch what happens when things are a little different than normal. How much we are off kelter and have trouble getting our bearings. So I, I think that's that's kind of that's a, it's kind of funny to me, but it's been a little bit of different service this evening, and and again we've great group of folks that have been uh, working every night at VBS this week, plus their jobs during the day, and and um, so I, I I know that um, I know this is a little bit unusual, and I just. Um, I, I, there was something that just caught my attention several weeks ago. Um, I think it was actually back when Brother McLeod was here, and I think it was during his session on Saturday morning. And I just kind of have had it. I keep notes on my devices when stuff comes to mind, and just sometimes it stays there for years and nothing ever happens with it, and then sometimes it becomes part of the inspiration direction for a message and and uh, I've just kind of had this and 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 I just I feel to share this tonight and um, um, I'm trying to be beyond the point of asking God for confirmations because I want to just be able to trust that I know how to hear from him and when he speaks I listen and, and we go with it but um, my, my wife said something uh, towards the end of, of kind of the announcements about the foyer and stuff that um, really it, it ties in with just the thoughts I want to share with you for a few minutes here this evening. So famous last words, I don't uh, plan to preach long, um, and, and I just I want to share, it's, it's, it's really a pretty simple thought here this evening. But if you'll go to uh, Luke chapter 2, I'm going to begin reading with verse number 41, Luke chapter 2, verse number 41, and I'm pretty sure most of you will recognize this, this story as we begin to read it. Luke chapter 2 and verse number 41. Now his parents, and this is speaking of Jesus, now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they supposing, assuming that he was in the company, 
went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. And when they found him, they turned back again to Jerusalem. When they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem seeking him. Verse 44, it says that when they realized he wasn't with him, they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintances. The Living Bible says that verse this way, for they assumed he was with friends among the other travelers. But when he didn't show up that evening, they started to look for him among their relatives and friends. Lord, thank you for the privilege of being in your presence this evening. Been a little bit different than what we're used to, but thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for all of these precious folks that made VBS possible. Thank you for all these precious children whose lives were touched this week. I pray, God, that you would give them strength and virtue. Most of them got to go back to work tomorrow, don't get much time to recuperate, so give them strength and refreshing, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would speak to us tonight. I pray, God, that your word would minister to us, that you would remind us of some things, Lord, challenge us with some things. God, that we might be as a congregation, as a church, all that we are supposed to be, and really, Lord, all that we can be. We want to reach the potential of what you have for us. Trust you tonight. I depend on you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I've heard these verses referenced throughout my life. I've referenced these verses throughout my own ministry at times. And I will tell you that in a 2023 and and even throughout my adult years, especially in the context of our world today, I I will tell you I, I do not understand this story. But I'm pretty sure that uh, the world was a little different back then than it was now. Because um, if you've got children, and especially those of us that had multiple children, multiple little ones at a time, you, you did not leave someplace just supposing. You didn't just suppose everybody's with us. You 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 made sure you did a head count if it was needed to 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 ensure that everyone was was with you and most of the time these verses are used and 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 they're used with a little bit of a you know a little bit of a negative attitude towards Mary and Joseph and and uh brother McLeod taught a great lesson, some great ministry this Saturday morning. He was here with minister's training class and brought out some awesome stuff from this story. And and he, uh, as well, you know, how how in the world, and part of his point was, this isn't just any (laughs) 12-year-old. This just didn't just any twelve year old. You you've got you've got the Messiah that's your son. How do you not make sure you know? where he is and yet they go a day's journey assuming 
that he's with them only to real. And I've, I've preached before about how the fact, where, where did they find him? They found him where they left him at the temple. And that's where a lot of times you need to go back where you started from and you'll find. And I'll probably preach that again some point in the future. But the thing that caught my attention a couple of weeks ago was, was this, this second part of verse 44. That when they finally realized he's not with us, the first place that they went was to relatives and friends. I know a lot of times when you make assumptions it can be negative, but I think in in this context, or at least in the way I feel to present this this evening, I, I'm presenting this as a very positive assumption. When they looked around and realized he was not with them, their first reaction was, let's just go talk to our family. And let's go talk to our friends, because he's probably with them. In fact, I don't think, and again, due to some of the context of the day being different than it is now in this world today, if you're in public and, and your kids get out of sight for just a moment, you, you, you can feel panic start to set in. And it seems like every family with, with multiple kids is blessed with one of those that thinks it's a brilliant idea to hide inside the clothes rack at the store. We won't mention any names at my house. It's really not funny. Maybe funny years later, but it's not funny in the moment because we're living in a crazy world. But I don't think, I, I, I don't believe in the context of this story that panic set in. There was this assumption. He's not with us. But we got some family and friends that he's probably with. Can I tell you that ought to be the atmosphere that we have as a congregation. And you can apply that in the physical sense of this story, but I mean it more in a broader sense that we ought to know that if something, if somebody is out of place, we're, we're not panicking at first because we've got some family and friends. I, I, I know some things you just don't need to say. Sometimes it's just fun to say some things you don't need to say. But if no offense to you, if you are if you are a Hillary Clinton fan and she's your hero, God bless you. We can agree to disagree. Uh, I, but but there is something. I, I think she wrote a book. I think it was a book. It's not a book. It's just it's at least a statement. While I don't agree with basically anything else from her, the principle of this statement I agree with. It takes a village. I will tell you tonight with absolute certainty, 
My wife and I have done our absolute best job to raise our four kids to love God, to live for God, to want to be a part of the work of God. We've tried our absolute best. And, and, and I'm thankful for where all four of my kids are and my two sons-in-law and uh, apparently others that are getting added here in the near future as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm thankful for that. But I will tell you this. I believe with all of my heart, she and I are not the sole reason. But there's some relatives and family and hear me in the context of what I'm saying, and obviously you know, most of you know, we have blood relatives on both sides of our family that are in church, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about it in the context, or in the, in the principle of family. Brother Middleton, there's some family and friends in this place that when I was, when my kids may have been struggling a little bit, my first thought wasn't, oh my God, where are they? What are they doing? My first thought was, well, they're probably at so and so's or, or, or they're probably talking to this person or somebody's probably got them that was the first thought the first thought wasn't where in the world is Jesus the first thought was I'm just going to go check with some family and friends because he's probably there I pray in more of a practical, literal application that that is the atmosphere of this church. I pray that every parent in this church, that there's other people in this church, blood relative or not, that you have the, you have the certainty that you know what, if they're missing, I, I, my first place to check is there's some family and friends. reason that wasn't so out of the ordinary and I've got some more notes I'm not going to get bogged down in it because I'll end up preaching long but it was it was the thing they they it was a it was a it was a group effort this whole thing of going to the to the temple and that the part of the reason why the assumption was that Jesus was just with family and friends because family and friends had all gone there together We're in a different world. I remember not too long after Marley Station Mall had opened that we went there. and I was about, I think, early teens, so my brother was about four or five, and we walked in through, uh, I think it was Sears at the time. We walked in, or maybe it was Macy's, whatever, but we walked into the mall from that store, and my mom was going one way, and my dad and I were going another way. And we parted ways. My dad and I went thinking my brother went with my mom. And we had set up to meet back like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes later. And as we met back up, my dad and I came walking up and my mom is there. The panic that set in because we both realized my brother was not with either one of us. This was 30 years ago, so things weren't as crazy then as they are now. We began to frantically look around, and thankfully somebody had helped him get to the information desk at the mall, and he was, he was sitting there safely. We're in a crazy world, folks. 
Let me tell you something. This ought to be a safe place. And I'm not talking just the building. I'm not talking the physical. I mean the church. The church isn't the building. You and I are the church. This ought to be one of the safest places, if not the safest place in our world. There ought to be a level of confidence. Somebody's, I know they're all older now, but somebody's got my kids and, and, and somebody's got my wife's back and somebody's got my back and, and there's some family and friends that, that if somebody gets off track a little bit before we panic, that the enemy's got him, we're going to first think, you know what, they're probably okay, because somebody. One time, I don't know, Timothy, I think was about four or five, maybe. I think we had a guest speaker in town. The way I recall it, we had gone over to my parents to fellowship after service, and my wife gets a call from somebody. Sister Angie? Timothy's still at the church. We, we kind of did what Mary did. We supposed. But you know what? There was no panic. I'll tell that story first. I'll tell this one now so you don't think I'm just throwing him up under the bus. I was about six or seven years old. We were in the old Windsor Avenue building. That, that Windsor Avenue building, I, 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 some of y'all were there. I, I'm not sure that building was much bigger than from this section, right? The building, not just the sanctuary. The building wasn't much bigger than that post to this wall, am I correct? Somewhere around, and brother, brother Evans, you're my measure, you're my human tape measure. So, <laughs> and the and the little sanctuary off the back of it, there was there was doors off of each side, and there was offices, and and so one night after service, I wanted to stay and ride with my dad, and he had a counseling appointment in his office, and I'm sitting there, and and a little while into it, one of the saints comes up and says, "What what are you doing here?" So I'm I'm riding with my dad. So your your dad left. No, he didn't. He didn't leave. My dad's in there talking to someone. Your your dad left. Oh no, no, he didn't. I don't know if he supposed or if he just forgot, but again, different than my brother, we I, I was in a safe place. You know what? We where, where are the ushers are probably counting off, and they, they'll they'll think they can thank me for this later. If your kids ten and under, we don't we don't want them going out to the bathroom by themselves, because we want this to be the safe place. But we don't we don't have control over everybody that's here. But when it when it comes to us that are apart, she said it. This is a family. We are a family. And for all of you that when I say that, you start, well, I don't know what family you were in. Thank you, Brother Barr. Families almost kill each other sometimes. You ever go to a big family gathering? I mean, where it's, you know, it's the whole, it's not just your immediate household. And, and you're like, do y'all know if so-and-so is going to be there or not? You know if uncle so-and-so is coming? I don't think he is. Oh, great. Ooh, oh, all right. 
that's what families do. Family doesn't mean you get along all the time and you're always sweet and kind to one another. The amazing thing about families is you got two family members fighting, tearing each other's eyeballs out, but you let an outsider come. And they try to take one person's side to the other one, and they've just gotten themselves into a bee's nest because there's going to be two against one, but the two that were just going at it that are family are going to turn around to the one that's not family. You think they got along every day on that ark? Excuse the grammar, ain't no way in this world. Not when you got mom and dad and in-laws all locked up in a stinky, smelly ark. So I, hear me please, the idea that we're family doesn't mean we just always get along and treat each other the way we should. My brother and I are nine years apart, so... We, kind of hard to have sibling rivalry when you're nine and he's one. I mean, that's <laughs> not much to fight about at that point. And I, I remember especially watching my boys when they were young. Sometimes I felt like the biggest flop of a father in the world. Those two going at it, fighting and fussing with each other. I'm like, what in the world? You're supposed to be loving each other. Just because your family doesn't mean we always get along. I've watched through the years. I, thankfully, I think, if y'all haven't, don't tell me about it, but I've watched through the years where my four kids have gone through these phases where two of them got something in their craw against the other one. Couldn't stand one another. That, that's family. But we're Family. And there ought to be a sense of knowing. I'm not here, actually, I'm not here really to, to, to make this all about our kids and our young people, but it is part of the burden. I stood there the other night, just stopped by for a few minutes to just, just to see what was going on with VBS and, and just, just kind of hopefully my presence showing a little bit of appreciation and just standing there as they were in the beginning doing. And I was just, I'm standing there and I'm looking at this, absolutely precious group of children I don't know I haven't please hear I haven't watched it so this is not an endorsement or whatever I haven't seen it but there there I'm sure some of you've heard of it there's a movie that came out I think on July 4th called The Sound of Freedom It's a movie all about rescuing children from human trafficking I'd heard a podcast where Jim Caviezel, an actor and the guy that the movie was about, was being interviewed. So I, I listened to that podcast a few minutes the other day, and my mind just cannot comprehend how it is possible for a human being to do what is done. So having been, I actually was listening to that some this past week, and that fresh on my mind, standing there in, in, in that in that VBS setting and seeing these precious little children, the, the environment, the atmosphere, the fact that, that a parent could drop a child off and go someplace for a couple hours without fear and worry and torment if their kids are okay or are going to be okay. That's what we are about. That's what we are supposed to be about. We're supposed to be a place where if Mary 
misplaces her son. The initial response is, he's probably just with some relatives. There's some family that probably has him. I've said this before. I don't know if they really do it anymore in their young adult years, but for years there are people that have been a part of this church, not just central because back then we weren't three congregations, but in my kids' younger years, there's, there's people that they called uncle and aunt. There's, there's people that they called grandma, Grandma Francis, Sister Francis Hutchinson, that from my perspective, those were not just sweet terms of endearment. That those people were as much family as blood relatives were. That's what we have. That's what we need to preserve and protect here because the more people that become a part of us before Jesus comes, the more people that don't know what a family is, they don't know what that atmosphere is supposed to be like. And you and I have the chance to not just provide some place for a religious service, but we have the opportunity to demonstrate what it means to be a family, the family of God. Throughout my years, I'm closing. Shh. <laughs> Two of the most prominent songwriters in my lifetime, one was apostolic at one point, the other has never been apostolic to my knowledge, but one of the greatest songwriters of our day, gospel songs, is, is uh, Lanny Wolf and, and Bill Gaither. Each of them have written, each of them have written over 700 songs. There's songs that Mother Wright, as a part of her time of leading worship, were songs actually both of these, both of these men wrote. But there's two of them that I think tie in with what I feel here this evening. One of them is by Lanny Wolf, and its title is God's Family. Verse 1 says this, we're, we're part of the family that's been born again. Part of the family whose love knows no end. For Jesus has saved us and made us His own. Now we're part of the family that's on its way home. And the Course says this, Sometimes we laugh together, sometimes we cry. Sometimes we share together heartaches and sighs. Sometimes we dream together of how it will be when we all get to heaven, God's family. Second verse says, when a brother meets sorrow, we all feel his need, his grief. And when he's passed through the valley, we all feel relief. Together in sunshine, together in in rain, together in victory through his precious name. And then the verse 3 says, and though some go before us, we'll all meet again. Just inside the city when we enter in, there'll be no more parting with Jesus. We'll be together forever, God's family. Sometimes we laugh. Sometimes we cry. 
Sometimes we've got some heartaches that we share together. You are not supposed to go through what you're going through alone. I understand there's some things that you can only get from Jesus ultimately. But I don't think you're supposed to go through it alone. First and foremost, you don't go through anything without Him. But He put you in a family. Paul also calls that family a body. Tell me please, at what point does a piece of the, a member of the body detach itself from the rest of the body? Because the problem is anytime you detach a piece, a member of the body from the body, it dies. Because the only way for a member of the body to have life is it's got to be connected to the body. I challenge you, when you go through your trials and tests, one of the enemy's number one tricks is he wants you to isolate yourself from the body. Skip church, skip oikos, don't see anybody, don't be around anybody. Because he knows if he can get you isolated, Isolated, he can get you disconnected from the flow of life. I don't think you got to tell your business, all your business to the world, but I think you ought to have some people you trust that when you're going through it, when you've got some downs, was going through some difficult times, that you know I can tell them and they got my back. They may, as I said the other night, you may not know what to say, you may not have the answers, but at least to know you're not alone. And the other one that Bill Gaither wrote is called Family of God. And I, I, I love this. I love that we do this. I'm not, it seems like maybe it's lesson, at least in a lot of Christianity. But I hope it doesn't lessen here. But the ver- verse 1 says this. You will notice we say brother and sister around here. I, that Part of that's out of respect. If you're in a public place and addressing an adult or somebody older than you, it's, it's, it's courteous to say Mr. or Mrs. or whatever. And, and so at the church, instead of saying Mr. Or, or, or Mrs., we say brother or sister as a part of respect. But it's more than just a term of respect. It's a term of endearment and it's not just simply a term of endearment because when you and I were born again, we became afar, apart, not... A fart. I don't even say that word, and I just said it. We, 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 we. I'll buy a new one. We became a part that does not get used on social media. We became a part. Of the family of God. So when I say brother, it's not just because it's what... It's because I mean it. When I say, when I say Brother Middleton, it's because I, I mean that's my brother. When I say Brother You, that's my brother. When I say Brother Barr, that's my brother. When I say Sister Gross, that's my sister. So you'll notice we say brother and sister around here. It's because we are family, and these are so near. When one has a heartache, we all share the tears and rejoice in each victory in this family so dear. And I think there's a few of you that know this, and maybe you could help me out here. I'm so glad I'm a part 
of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel this sod. I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. Anybody feel that way? I'm so glad I'm a part of the family of God. I've been washed in the fountain, cleansed by His blood. Join heirs with Jesus as we travel this side, for I'm part of the family. The family of God. Joseph, where's Jesus? I'm, I'm not sure, Mary. I come to think of it. I haven't seen him in a little while. You mean he's not with you? No, he's, he's not with me. But he's, he's probably okay. We... We're just going to go talk to some family and friends because they they probably have him. That's what you and I are to and for each other. Would you stand? Not preaching long is relative. Man, what a what an awesome. I know some of them were not church members yet, but 60 something kids. Isn't that amazing? 60 something kids. And 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 that was uh, that there wasn't anybody from Antioch North. We I think we had a couple of kids from Antioch West. That the majority of that was was just a part of Antioch Central. 60 something. Isn't that amazing? 60 something kids. Aileen, Esther, what round number? How many youth do we have a part of our youth group? 35 young, 35 teenagers. That many, if not a few more, young adults. I know I'm getting older. My kids are grown now. But we're starting the cycle over in our family with a grandchild on the way I I want my grandkids I don't just want my grandkids I want your kids I want your kids to know the same thing that other kids in past generations have known I, I want them to feel that same atmosphere setting that we have I, I wonder Sister Angie can y'all come I wonder if we could just just for a moment here. I know y'all know this one. I, 
I'm, I'm excited about a new foyer. I'm excited about new outdoor space. I'm excited about fixing all this up. But as I preach this morning, it, what good is all of that if, if, if what we have inside of it is not what it needs to be? And I, I think we're lots of things to improve, lots of areas to keep growing, but I, I think we're in a good place on the right track. I don't want us to I don't want us to get satisfied. I don't want us to become content and and lose the atmosphere that we are a family. And I know again some of you 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 were raised, you didn't come from a good family. Part of the benefit and the blessing of the church is to be something you've you never had. I know this is about eternity and getting to heaven and all of that, but we are here on this earth right now. I think the journey ought to be, it may not always be enjoyable, but I think I, I think there's some things we ought to be able to have on the journey. So would you join me and close out this evening and sing this as our prayer? And, and uh, if you put a hand on a shoulder of somebody beside you, join a hand with someone next to you. But can we can we make this our our desire, our prayer tonight, our our commitment. We're going to be a family. We are the family of God. We're in this together. We're going to do this together. You're going to know that somebody's got your back and somebody's got your kids' backs. There's an atmosphere. There's a place of safety. sister so take me by the hand together we will work until he comes there's no foe that can defeat us we're walking side by side as long as there is love we will stand. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us. If we're walking side by side, as long as there is love, we will stand. Oh, you're my brother, you're my sister. So take me by the hand. Oh, together. There is no foe that can defeat us if we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stay. I, I, I want us to do something to close out here. I think I've done this in the past. I remember my dad doing this some. I used to kind of hate it when he did it, but I understand it better now. I want you to do something. When I ask, we're gonna we're gonna keep singing. 
but I want you to find at least three people to shake their hand, hug their neck, and I want you to tell them, I'm glad to be a part of the family of God with you. Now listen, before you start doing that, you can do your buddies and your best friends, but I want you to find some people that you may not be as quite as connected to. And I want you to tell them, you know what, my foot and my shoulder don't usually have much interaction. But they're in the same body. And they need each other. So as the worship team begins to do that, it's still pretty early compared to when we normally get done. So would you just find at least, you can do more than that, but I'm asking you to find at least three people. Shake their hand, hug their neck, and just tell them, I'm glad to be in the family of God with you. You're my brother, you're my sister. Oh, take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There is no foe that can defeat us if we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. Oh, you're my brother, I think. you're my sister. Take me by the hand. Oh, together we will work. There is no foe that can defeat us. We're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us if we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. You're my brother, you're my sister, to take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us if we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. You're my brother, you're my sister, so take me by the hand. Together we will work until he comes. There's no foe that can defeat us if we're walking side by side. As long as there is love, we will stand. Well, you just call on me, brother, when you need a hand. We all need somebody to lead 
just might have a problem that you'd understand. We all need somebody to lean on, lean on me. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. Oh, it won't be long till I'm gonna need somebody to lean on. Call on me, brother. When you need a hand, we all need somebody to lean on. Oh, I just might have. moment and then you can keep going in a minute we do i just gotten word that sister velma had to be taken to the hospital she's having some uh breathing complications so i want us to uh take a moment right now and pray for her father right now we agree together pray that you would touch sister velma right now lord in the name of jesus christ you know exactly what's going on in her body you know the cause and you also know the answer so I pray that you would reach down and touch her. Let healing virtue flow to her right now, Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ, by the power of your Spirit, according to the authority of your Word, we believe you for it right now, Lord. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 